Hello, hello. Welcome to episode 84. Happy Thursday, guys. Hope your week has been good. This is your host, Jessica Morehouse. Thanks for joining me for the Mo Money podcast. Uh, today is a special episode. Usually on Thursdays, I do uh, you know my listener series episodes, but today I had kind of a, a special episode because it's a friend of mine uh, who I kind of connected with in the summer, and uh, she's doing something really cool. And I'm like, we need to do a special episode about this to you know obviously interview her, talk about her, but also talk about uh, what this new uh, project is and what I'm. Um, talking about is uh, she is uh organizing herself she is a one woman show and she is uh super busy right now clearly getting everything uh, together but she is putting together something called the canadian investors conference it is an online conference an online summit with over 20 of canada's top financial experts and it will be an online event from february 4th to 9th it is free i can't remember i don't know if i mentioned that but it is Free guys, it is valued at like a thousand bucks, probably more, because these you know experts usually charge a lot for their time. So this is kind of a, a one of a kind event. This is the first time she's ever uh, done anything like this. This is the first time I've ever seen anything like this uh, happen uh, specifically for Canada and uh, Canada's uh, financial experts and everything like that. So uh, if you want to learn more about this uh, conference and you want to sign up, make sure you do so. Grab your seat at CanadianInvestorsConference.com. So that's CanadianInvestorsConference.com. I will include links and some more info in the show notes for this episode, but it is pretty darn cool. I see a lot of familiar faces on here from people that I know, people that have been on my podcast. So uh, if you are really, uh, you know, want to take this year and really learn about investing, and this is actually for people of all levels of investing. If you're a newbie, total beginner, you're kind of mid-level, you want to just kind of learn more, or you're kind of at that expert level, uh, they've got everything in this uh, conference. So make sure to check it out at the Canadian Investors Conference.com. And uh, for this episode, we're going to chat about, uh, you know, what this conference is about, what you can learn, why um, my friend Helena Liu uh, started it and, you know, really took ownership of this. And there's, you know, no one else was doing something like that. She's like, well, I'd like to see something like this. So I guess I'm going to make it myself. So we're going to talk about all that good stuff uh, right now. Thanks, Helena, for joining me on the show today. I'm very excited to chat with you today and to uh, talk about your uh, coming, your summit, your conference coming up. Yeah, thank you for having me. Great to be here. Yeah. So uh, before we kind of get into what the conference is all about, I would I always like to kind of start these episodes with uh, getting to know my guests a little bit more. I think it really always reveals like why they uh, end up where they end up and why they start you know certain projects. And so sure. let's kind of jump in and get to know you a little bit more. So you know, yeah. starting this online investing conference. What led you to that point? Were you like, obviously, I, you know, I know you were very, you know, financially savvy yourself and, <laughs> um, you. and frugal and everything like that. But like, at what point did that kind of start for you? What did you get interested in that type of stuff? Yeah, I think I got interested in it um, right after I graduated from college and then I started getting paid mm-hmm. and then I was just, and then, you know, and then I was just like, oh my gosh, what do I do with all this money? <laughs> um, 
And then, you know, I, I had no idea how to invest it. I mean, I, I had great, I'm, I'm very fortunate that I have really great parents mm-hmm. um, who taught me how to save um, with the, every single paycheck. And, uh, but then when it came to investing, I felt like there's just a gap. Like I didn't, I didn't know, like after mm-hmm. I saved that money, I was just like, oh, what do I do with it now? So, you know, it probably took me a good two, three years to really figure out, um, you know, ETFs and robos and dividends and all that, all that span, right? So, mm-hmm. I, I just felt like I wanted to start something to make it simpler for people um, to get to get into investing and to learn all of this stuff much faster. There just wasn't enough material on the mm-hmm. on the market that had everything in one place um, for people to just go and and learn from. Mm-hmm. When you um, kind of started dabbling investing yourself, and I yeah. was totally there myself, it's like, okay, I think I've kind of mastered like the budgeting, the saving. And then when it yeah. gets to investing, it's like, oh, like, that seems a little bit over my head or complicated. And, exactly. you know, there are materials out there, but they just aren't very... I don't know. They're not very easy to digest or, or lots of them right. are just kind of outdated because there's a lot of new stuff now. When you were, um, you know, at the point where you were kind of, okay, let's experiment with investing. What did you start out with? And then how did you kind of discover, okay, maybe I want to change or do stuff? Like how, how did that kind of education happen for you? Yeah. So I think I started off um, when I was in college and I didn't really know any better. So I just mm-hmm. went to a bank, which I won't name, mm-hmm. and invested in mutual funds. And those yeah. was crazy because I think I had a 5% in management fees. Wow. Um, That's yeah. really high. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. And I didn't think much of it at the no, time. No, because you didn't like, know. Right. So, so, they, they, so the, 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 um, the broker would take uh, so for every dollar that I mean every hundred dollars I invested, he would take three dollars basically as his cut, and then two percent went to the management of the mutual fund. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. in in total it was like five percent, and that's just great. And then you know, and then in retrospect, it's like wow, that's probably a pretty dumb thing to do. But that was probably the first investment that I made, and um, and then just as time uh, went on, I got better at it. Um, and then the second thing was um, I found a course on day trading online. And I thought mm-hmm. I thought that that was how people invested. So you know I learned all about technical analysis, you know head and shoulders and whatnot. And uh, I tried doing that. Um, I mean, and if anyone listening, if you succeeded at that, then kudos to you. <laughs> I was absolutely terrible at day trading. Um, I just I think I ended up losing a couple of thousand dollars actually. Mm-hmm. So um, and then I just started you know digging deeper and like trying to find books on this. Um, and uh, you know Tony Robbins has a great book on it. It's called Money. And Ramit Thesi also has a really good book on it. It's called I Will Teach You to Be Rich. And those two books really taught me that wow okay so you can really do this in a passive way and build wealth and it's much actually much more um, successful in most mm-hmm. cases than, you know, active day trading and all of those active um, investment principles that, that people think in theory mm-hmm. should work better. No, absolutely. I, I definitely came from the mindset where, you know, I knew about mutual funds and that's where I started as well, just because that's what my parents did. That's kind of like whenever I would like pick up a book, that's kind of what they would talk about just because that was the popular thing to do for so many decades. And then, yeah, I thought I'm like, okay, well, and then you also hear like on the news, all these people making, you know, killer money in the stock market. And you're like, is there any in between? (laughs) And it didn't seem like there was for a bit. So that's why I'm I'm really excited that you're doing this conference to kind of open, uh, you know, the conversation and, and open people's minds to other 
things out there, especially as millennials, where I think a lot of us, you know, depending on, you know, where we are, what stage we're in at life, you know, we're like, okay, what do I do with this money? I'm making a good salary. Finally, I've paid off my student loan. Where do I put my money? And I think a lot of, you know, people our age don't invest because they're afraid to, and they, and, and they don't think that they'll make any money because, you know, interest rates are so low. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So, so after you did the mutual funds and then you dabbled with the day trading, what yeah. was your kind of next step after that? Yeah. So then that's when I discovered, you know, the passive like ETF um, strategies um, from reading those books. But I think what the gaps in those books were, was that they taught you the theory. So I understood that like markets, you know, instead of trying, I think the best quote to some summarize passive investing is um, instead of trying to beat the markets, mm-hmm be the market instead, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So I understood the principles of it and I totally agreed with it and so forth. Um, But there wasn't really anything that actually taught you how to actually do this. How to do it. (laughs) Right, yeah. So it it was like, I get the theory and I want to implement it. And and I, you know, and then, you know, and obviously there was all those like mental bear, like a whole huge part of it was like emotional as well. Like, um, you know, when I see the charts climbing, I was like, oh, is this a good time to buy? Or when I see a sink and they start panicking and things like that. So I, I went through all of those emotions mm-hmm. um, as well. Um, so, you know, so um, it, it was this, the, the next step, sorry, to answer your question is yeah, to yeah. figure out um, what, how do I actually implement this and come up with a system for it mm-hmm. that I can do consistently. And to be honest, I, I sucked at it. Um, <laughs> you just being so consistent i was trying to invest every other thursday mm-hmm. um like just put my money into funds and then but sometimes like you know on the so i set you know calendar yeah. reminders for myself and stuff but then come this thursday you know i take a look at the news i take a look at the charts and then i get nervous and and i get like all emotional and stuff mm-hmm. and then you know and i was like well maybe i'll wait another week and then so some some weeks i would like not invest anything and then, and then the following thursday you know, I might double invest or I might push it off again. So um, for me, it was just managing emotions was really hard. And then I found robo-advisors, which were great because now I don't even need to look at it. Mm-hmm. It just automatically um, invest in low-cost ETFs for me that's diversified and I don't even I don't even need to think about it so that's um, really the strategy that that works for me and mm-hmm. when I so I I put a portion of my income into that and then you know um, maybe like um, two to three times a year with the extra money that I have mm-hmm. I would say two to four times a year with the you know some extra savings I have I would you know, do dividend investing. Mm-hmm. So I would um, find large, um, large cap stocks in the TSX, um, and and then invest in those, and then you know um, make money from the dividend. So my strategy is split between robo and dividend, really. Okay, I'd love to pick your brain about uh, dividend investing because that's something yeah, that I'm so- not an expert in at all. So how how would do you want to kind of talk about that a little bit more and explain like how would one go about yeah. doing that? Sure, absolutely. And I'll just give a quick shout out to Derek Foster right now mm-hmm. because uh, because he was the one who kind of got me into dividend investing. And you should watch that interview on Canadian Investors Conference, which is also free. Awesome. Um, <laughs> yeah. So basically, you want to look for um, stable companies that have been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. And think about like companies. It's, so a good rule of thumb that Derek was saying was that you look for companies 
companies that you still use in times of recession. Like, you know, in times of recession, you might not buy a new um, iPhone, you mm-hmm. might not buy a new Michael Kors bag, but you will still brush your teeth. So mm-hmm. you'll still use Colgate, you will still go to your bank. So mm-hmm. you'll still use, um, you know, BMO or RBC mm-hmm. or Royal Bank or whatever. And you'll, you'll probably still have your, you, you'll still heat your house. So you'll still use Ombridge or whoever mm-hmm. heats your house, right? Mm-hmm. So look for companies that are that you that you, that you can understand so you can describe in one sentence and companies that um, you'll still use in times of recession. So those were like his two rules and you know in the Canadian market um for example, if you don't want to go in the U.S. market to avoid, um, you know, currency risk, um, the great companies in Canada are like the big banks, uh, the natural resource companies, and telecom and insurance. So those are probably the four, four main sectors in Canada that you can find large cap uh, dividend yielding stocks. Cool. And how would uh, one question I have is like, so if someone wanted to do that, where where would they go to do that? Like, do you have to go to a, a traditional bank and, and talk to someone about that? Or is there kind of a robo advisor type thing that you can do? Or how do you no, do it? No, I don't think there's a robo advisor that does that. I just, you know, go into my low cost um, brokerage and okay. just place the trades myself. And okay. uh, yeah. And another cool thing is that, you know, you can, inv- you can tell them to, um, um, do drip. Mm-hmm. So drip stands for dividend reinvestment dividend. Okay, this is bad. I don't remember the exact. <laughs> it doesn't matter <laughs> for, for it. But basically, what it does is with all of the uh, dividend that you get, it mm-hmm. reinvests it back right into the into um, your securities. So you know you're 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 basically. Um, reinvesting the whole way. And um, if you get Derek's books, the lazy uh, investor, I'll give him a shout out right now. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually teaches you how you can get um, partial shares. So mm-hmm. with any of the low cost brokerages across Canada, you can only get synthetic drip. So that means like, let's say um, you buy the stock for $10 to make the math simple. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to get dividends in you had to get $10 worth of dividends before you can buy another share. So this is kind of bad for people who are starting out with a small portfolio. So mm-hmm. you might be starting out with, you know, 10 shares or something. It'll take ages for you to accumulate mm-hmm. enough dividend to get another share, right? So um, in his book, he actually talked about a way to get um, uh, real drip so you can get partial shares with these companies. It is a lot a lot more work. You have to fill mm-hmm. in. Basically, co- contact those companies directly oh. and then enroll in their drip program directly, like not through your brokerage, but directly with that company. Um, I, I don't do that because <laughs> it, it is a little bit of work, but I just wanted to. Um, yeah, that's interesting. That. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, you can. I didn't know that either. Yeah, wow. <laughs> so, so he does walk through the process. I mean, it is a whole chapter on itself. So he does walk through the process and how to how to do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. So yeah, let's talk a little bit about the conference. When did you sure. have this idea? to start one like it's it's a pretty big undertaking I remember talking to you a while ago I'm like this is kind of a a huge thing that you're doing and it's awesome it's it is true there is you know it's kind of crazy it's like why don't we have something like this already so I'm glad you've uh taken the courage to do it yourself 
Yeah, it is definitely a lot of work. Um, and I've been very fortunate that most of the speakers have been very supportive. We we're very lucky this year that we have more than 20 speakers wow. speaking. Yeah, speaking from all areas of finance. So there's some speaking about, you know, mortgages, uh, Kyle Prevost mm-hmm. from Young Thrifty. Um, we have people speaking about robo-advisors and um and uh, ET, you know, index investing um, and dividend investing, you know, just wanted to c- kind of like cover the the whole spectrum um, mm-hmm. of things that you needed to know um, when you're when you when you want to make better investment decisions uh, for yourself. So, just wanted to kind of like have everything in one place and in a very um, digestible format, so it's not like you had to read. 10,000 blog posts. You can watch these videos when mm-hmm. you're going to work or working out at the gym or waiting on, in a line or whatever, right? So mm-hmm. um, it's, I think, I think it'll be a great, good resource for people to have. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it sounds like it's kind of for like anyone, depending on like at any stage, whether they're like a beginning investor or they haven't even started, or if they're a little bit more advanced, there's probably like yeah. a, a guest speaker for all of those kind of uh, people. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, you know, the talk I did was Rob Brown, um, who's the author mm-hmm. of uh, Wealthing Like Rabbits, is, you know, um, at a more basic level. So that's t- more mm-hmm. targeted towards beginners. And then, um, you know, we have like the talks with Derek Foster, which is a much more advanced. And I didn't even know some of the things that he was mentioning. <laughs> so that's a good thing. So you can kind of start with some of the beginner stuff and work your way up to some of the more advanced stuff and then pretty much be an expert probably if you watch all of the sessions. Right. And it's all completely free. So, you know, um, it, I think it, it's, it's one, it's one thing that I'm trying to do is cause we're not taught financial literacy mm-hmm. in school. So, mm-hmm. um, I, you know, one thing I wanted to do is just make it more accessible for people so that they don't, it doesn't take them two, three years to learn, actually learn how to do something that's actually very simple. Mm-hmm. Um, in theory, in theory. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In theory. Um, but you know, I, uh, you know, my goal is to help people like get over that learning curve faster because it, it actually took me to do three years to actually learn everything that I know now. Mm-hmm. That's, and that's yeah, that's a long and that's a long you know education. I mean, I've been you know talking about personal finance, writing about personal finance for five years now, and I'm still wow. learning new stuff. Yeah, so it's kind of an ongoing education. But yeah. it does get easier the, you know, once you kind of build up that foundation, especially for right. investing, once you kind of build up that foundation, you really know lots of the keywords and kind of the, the main principles, it does get easier with more advanced stuff. Right. Absolutely. So uh, in case I, I know lots of people listening are probably uh, very interested in learning more about uh, this, how can uh, people learn more and uh, register so they don't miss anything? For sure. So go to canadianinvestorsconference.com and investors has an S on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, you can just register. It's it's free. You can, um, and the talk is from February 4th to 9th. Um, so, you know, make sure you watch, you, you sign up and watch them. And you don't obviously have to watch everything. You can pick and choose whichever speakers you want to watch and they're all there. And, you know, it's an online event and uh, it's all completely free for people That's- to attend. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I hope it goes super well. So you do another one next year and it keeps going. <laughs> <laughs> You'll definitely so need a big break in between, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> it is quite a bit of work to put everything together. Yeah, but I, I think it's it's awesome what you're doing, and you know, there, you know, I, I hope to. I, I'm very excited to watch the videos myself, and uh, I will definitely be sharing with all of my friends who want to start investing because there definitely needs to be, you know, there's definitely a need for you know general basic personal financial education, but there's definitely a, a need for kind of that next step once you've kind of mastered some of those things, the investing side, and I think uh, what you're doing right. is awesome. So. Uh, thanks again for joining me and, and sharing some of the this information. And uh, I will definitely link to all of this in the show notes. Yeah, sounds good. Thanks for having me, Jessica. And that was episode 84 with the lovely Helena Liu, the uh, organizer, the creator of Canadian Investors Conference. It is a, a digital online event that you can attend for free and it runs from February 4th to 9th. All you have to do is sign up at CanadianInvestorsConference.com, claim your seat, and enjoy and learn about investing and get your investments right this year. Um, Make sure to check out the show notes. Also, I will put a bunch of information that we chatted about, some more information about uh, some of the things you can expect at the conference in the show notes at jessicamoros.com slash 84. And before I go, I just want to do one uh, last podcast uh, shout out. I have a review here from Heidi, who is actually a listener on my podcast not too long ago. I just want to give her a special shout out. Uh, so she wrote to me, I found this podcast while searching for Canadian personal finance bloggers. Jessica is very real and honest in telling her story and sharing what she's learned. I love the listener series and I find the stories of other people learning how to manage their money encouraging. I got to be on an episode with Jessica as well. She's a great interviewer who is easy to talk to uh, and made me feel very comfortable. It's a slow pro- process paying off my debt and simplifying my expenses, but listening to this podcast regularly helps me keep uh, me motivated and on track. Thanks, Jessica from Heidi in Vancouver, Canada. So thanks so much, Heidi, for your your kind words. I was, it was a delight having you on my show. So if you're listening right now and you have a story that you want to tell, you know, it could be anything you want uh, in terms of personal finance. It could be like your money story in terms of, you know, paying off debt, saving, investing, whatever you want. If you want to be on my show in a part of my listener series that always airs on Thursdays, make sure to just shoot me a quick email, jessica at jessicamorehouse.com. And we will see if there is a uh, spot for you. I look forward to hearing from you. And that's about it. I will see you back here next Wednesday with another wonderful episode on the Mo Money Podcast. This podcast is distributed by the Women in Media Podcast Network. Find out more at womeninmedia.network.